0: Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious 3 day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket on this weekend that I've I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything but when we conceived of building this place our home down here It's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. Hello, and welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, a professional life coach, exploring, demystifying, and democratizing the maternal power that lives in all women. The experience of mothering may not necessarily mean what you think it means. I believe that mothering is a vehicle for transformation, whether or not we have children. And together, we can start a new conversation around modern motherhood. On this show, we will redefine what it means to mother and untap the powerful feminine within you. Are you ready to rewrite the mother code? This is a Soul Fire production. Hi listeners, super excited uh, to be here today to share this episode. And no, it's, it's not a solo episode and it's not an interview episode, both of which I will be doing and doing more of. This is something so special and something I, when it was suggested, I was, I have to say, um, nervous and feeling super vulnerable about, but this episode is a live coaching session and, oh my God, like how beautiful and cool is that? And when it was suggested, I thought, well, you know, who's going to want to do that? Who's going to want to come on and be recorded and. Really be in a real coaching session. And I was, this meeting was with Soulfire Productions, who I love, um, but also simply be agency and the CEO and founder of simply be agency is Jessica Zwag. And she just stepped right up and said, I'll do it. And I think I started to cry when she said that. And I was so moved and. I was like, well, I guess uh, <laughs> if she's going to step up, uh, we're going to do this thing. Jessica is somebody I I have been coaching and have had the privilege to. And she is amazing. If you don't know her yet, I hope you just as a person look into her more and her agency Simply Be, which is a personal branding all about authenticity and vulnerability and really putting yourself out there. So um this it should be obvious that she lives and breathes and and walks her talk you know and then in this episode which you know i don't want to give it all away and in the intro but she really allowed herself to open up and be vulnerable and and go for what you know she really wanted for herself out of this session we covered a lot of territory you know what it's like to run a thriving growing business what it's like to be putting a book out in february um And, you know, and this isn't like a strategy and how to do that. But really, you know, what does this mean to her personally? What's it stirring up? What is, you know, happening with her emotionally and how can she maximize this opportunity? Like I talk about in rewriting the mother code, how do we maximize our own growth and transformation when we're really in our most chaotic time? And. I personally haven't published a book, but I've been around people who have, and i I did do a dissertation, so I know personally that the stress of that is huge. And it opens us up to a really raw, vulnerable space. And Jessica does an amazing, beautiful job um, of really working that for herself. So and I get to share it with all of you, which I'm super excited about. I hope you are too. Can't wait to hear what you think about it. Without further ado, we'll we'll launch right in. Hi, Jessica. Hi Gertrude. It's been a little bit. Um, so I'm it super, has been, I'm really happy to see you. And I know a lot's been going on in your life, um, since last time we met. So I figured let's get started kind of you catching up and then let's look at like what you want to accomplish today in our coaching.
1: So as you know, I am birthing my book baby in yeah, less than two, two and a half months. And, um, safe to say
0: that i've been going through some contractions. Yeah, you're definitely in your third <laughs> trimester. You're feeling very big and heavy with child.
1: <laughs> that is accurate. Yeah. In Sending all of the, up the
0: ways and nesting. I guess there's a lot of metaf- there's a lot of like parallels that we could use, but you, yeah. you go ahead.
1: Yeah, i mean it's been um really overwhelming, really emotional. I sent a text to my one of my best friends, uh, Ria today. Mm. And she's like my, she's my, she's been my rock actually throughout this, uh, experience. And, um, just really looking, just really grateful to have a friend, you know, who's been there, who's like really had a similar baby. (laughs) Um, it's interesting, like how, you know, moms can commune over, the perils of childhood and right. Like moms become friends with other moms. Like I have a sister and Ria that is, she's a fellow author. And so she's been my sounding board and, and it's just very vulnerable to put a book out into the world. And I have been talking to her a lot and she's just mm-hmm. like, it is the most emotional roller coaster of your life. And no one talks about how emotional it is. Cause I'm like, why do I feel like crying every five minutes and then you know at the same time I'm like so excited and enthusiastic about my book and hopeful and wanting it to be perfect and beautiful like you'd want uh, your own little baby to be but it's you know it's like pre partum it's like emotional hormones like a like a lot of ups and downs emotionally and Mm -hmm. there's just so much expectation whether it's self-imposed or from the world of like do you want to make the bestseller list and how many books are you going to sell and what's your strategy and how, you know, and you just feel like you have to be everywhere. And I've sort of told myself, I don't want to, I'm not doing this for a list, but if I think Mm -hmm. if I were to think truly authentically in my heart of hearts of hearts of hearts, of course I want that. Of course I want that. Who wouldn't want that? Right. And, and so it's just, if you really want to know the truth, I've had a ton of anxiety Mm -hmm. Uh, I went out to Palm Springs to like ground and get energy, like clarity and space. And I didn't really have it. I had the first half of the month I was out there. I had all of my amazing friends come visit, which was awesome. But I was also really not, I didn't think that decision totally through. Like I didn't have any personal space for the first half of the month that I was there. Mm -hmm. And I was hosting people and running my business and trying to adjust to a different time zone and get Jessica time, and be there for Brian, and start to market my book. So it it really wasn't the month that I thought it was going to be, if I'm going to be totally honest with you.
0: Um, well, and you're like, do you mind if I interrupt for a second? Because, well, you've said so many things, Jessica, like mm-hmm. that, you know, in this realm, but particularly when you were just naming all the things that, you know, you were giving your attention to and realizing that you were putting yourself last, you know, I mean, you were aware, you're like, okay, wait, I came here. And sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we feel like, oh, having friends, that'll be nourishing. You know, I love my people, right? Like it's not like it's that, but in the midst of it, then how do I realize like, oh, wait, this isn't, this isn't what I really need right now. And how do I take care of myself now that I'm, I'm in this space and in this moment? But you know, just this propensity with where we're at to know when do we need time to ourselves? When do we need, you know, to be with other people? And then adjust course when it's not feeling right, you know, and, and really kind of make some of these choices along the way. And I think, you know, and learn from it no matter what, which it sounds like you're doing, kind of looking back on it, you know, is it's not like, oh, big mistake, but wow, what did I just learn from that month that I took for myself, you know, to be away?
1: I. I really, uh, I I actually came into this session today with you and was like, I'm gonna tell her exactly where I am and all the things going on, and she's gonna be like, "You're not mothering yourself. You're taking <laughs> your, you're putting yourself last, as you always typically do, Jessica." And it's funny because I learned such a great lesson—not great, but like a powerful one when I was in Palm mm-hmm. Springs. I think that's just what we do. I think a lot as you know, women who want to, you know, who love hard, and I want to create community and you know, connection. And, and, and so in going out to Palm Springs and renting this house and inviting all my friends, like I thought I was creating that, but I really didn't think that decision all the way through because it was, it was filling my cup in a a very specific way. Sure. But for me to really feel full, I know, I, I know I need my alone time. And I know that about myself. Mm -hmm. And I really overlooked that going into, into this trip. And so I've been back now for a few days and have been, you know, recalibrating. I will say that I'm I'm ready for the holiday. I'm really exci- excited mm-hmm. for taking a few days off myself. Um and just really just resting because I I have been working really hard and they say that we're launching a book is like launching a second company. It's like its own full-time enterprise in a way, and I kind of feel that
0: right yeah. now. Well, exactly. And, you know, you said it at at the beginning, but it is also like giving birth to a child. And I think You know, we can look at it uh, through both lenses. You know, I think of the launching of a business is sometimes a little more in the masculine thinking. You know, we think that way about it, but they're still the same. You know, they're still still very similar. And um, all the vulnerabilities that you were talking about, Jessica, I think to be, you know, not brush over, you know, and not like this is it's some of the gift that this is going to give you are those openings, you know, and you get to raise yourself along with this book. And just like with a child, like the book is a part of you. It's, it's like your DNA, you know, brought out, but, but different, you know, it's its own unique being, and it's going to have a life of its own that you're going to shepherd and foster, but you get to really learn and grow and transform along with it. And, you know, I, I think you're thinking some of those things, but I really want to Give you the opportunity to look at what is that and name it for yourself, so that through all these painful times and you know the vulnerable times of it, that you're ma- you're getting the most out of it, even though sometimes it's going to be really painful and a yeah. whole range of feelings that you have.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's where we really transform the most, right? Is in these like big, massive, sort of epic shifts yep. and transform transitions, right? And I'm transitioning from an entrepreneur to an author. Like I've never done that before. Mm -hmm. And well,
0: it's not a from to, It's a from and. Yeah, exactly. You're not leaving on exactly adding author. Not not at all. (laughs) Exactly.
1: And they both are so significant to one another. And I, and my book is my work, you know, Mm -hmm. it's my it's my simply be methodology and business in a book. And, and I think that's really what I'm feeling right now is like the, the, I read on Instagram as you know a meme or something on someone's story or something like that when a caterpillar goes into the cocoon it literally becomes liquid it like turns to mush
0: a gelatinous and mass. then it's
1: yes <laughs> and I feel that yes. right now I feel like I'm a gelatinous fucking mess I do and it's it's really interesting that you know I'm glad we we're talking about this and I, yeah, I'm glad so- we're gonna-
0: Well, the tendency, Jessica, is to like get out of that discomfort as quickly as possible, you know, but that caterpillar like has to go through the whole process, you know, and you can't necessarily rush it and you can't, you know, and not like there's a prescribed time for it, but it's so uncomfortable and you just feel like, just like that, like everything's a mess. It's a wreck. I don't know, you know, what's up. I can feel really regressed. I can sometimes you might feel like really little, you know, just like really little. And, and we don't, you know, we won't get the full, you won't build the full muscles and become the full butterfly you can be if you don't give that its whole process and really let yourself experience it and feel it.
1: I know. I have been feeling it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, That is, that is for sure. Um, I actually had something really cool happen today. Um, so I have this, I, you are one of many of my support staff, as That's you know, awesome. I have a, it takes a I village. have a, does so take a village. Mm-hmm. And one of the people that I see is like a medium. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, I, I called her today, I actually had like a little, uh, mini moment. I just reached out to her and, and she was like, I think you need to, I, whenever I talk to your guides, I see three, three, three. And you should really look into that. And I was like, okay. And so this afternoon I was recording a podcast and I was looking out the window of my office while I was recording this little podcast like clip that I had to send into my production, our production company. And mm-hmm. there's a billboard. There's an electronic billboard across the like highway from my office. I looked directly at it from my window. And it was um, like an ad came up for like some company and it said like 1-800-333-33333. And I was like, and I was really feeling kind of in the thick of my shit in that moment. Yeah. And, and I, and then I recorded this little clip in and I, and I hit like stop to send to like upload it. And it was one, 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 it was a minute and 11 seconds. And I like, I believe in all of that stuff. I know you do too. And, and I think that's one of the things that I, I'm really trying to anchor back into is like, how can I just look for the affirmation signs that I am to use your, where it's like a gelatinous mess and in pursuit of something greater that's more expansive and that everything is sort of happening in its divine order, even though it feels really hard right now. Um, That was a really cool moment.
0: Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024 and i would love for you not only to consider it but to attend but in considering it hey just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful warm nourishing place of zihuatanejo mexico zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women and coming to really take time for yourself okay and that i am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do, or something extravagant or something selfish, it's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go, it's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are getting there landing there and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest. You know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work, or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us it was originally right after my fall retreat it filled right up but now some people it turns out are not able to come so i do have a handful of openings and if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step please reach out to me we can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down i would love that and you can do that by going to my website www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. Yeah, yeah. well, and it what I'm thinking about as you're saying that, Jessica, is, you know, we're we're in this gelatinous mass, we're like regress, things feel like really out of control, you know, like little or any of that, is then you get to kind of pretend for a while that you're a grown-up. You know, you get to pretend that you're a fully formed butterfly while you're still in the gelatinous mass. So, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go pretend I'm an adult right now. I gotta go pretend that I have it all together. But meanwhile I know that I'm still the gelatinous mass and that's still in its process, but I don't have to like lie to myself or act like I'm, that it's real that I'm, <laughs> does this make sense? Like, you yes. know, I get to go kind of pretend I'm an adult for a little bit and then you can, you know, go to your face and like, well, you know, oh good. And like, here I am back in my gelatinous mass. Like this is what's really real right now. And the rest yeah. is, you know, me. You, you can live in both worlds.
1: Totally. And I think that's something that I've really learned from working with you is, you know, like I think I have a tendency to really judge my feelings. Like I put mm-hmm. a lot of shame or guilt around my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've had a tendency of doing that my whole life, of just sort of like being angry at myself for feeling angry or being like, yeah. you know, sad that I feel sad or sad that I'm upset. And I think it's such an, it's such a important learning curve to just be able to allow yourself to feel it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, just in the last few days, like I've cried, you know, just cried for, Mm -hmm. you know, and it felt so good. Yeah. It's like, so healing to cry. Mm -hmm. And I, I really do feel like it's what we're here to do as humans, like is to feel. And honestly, Gertrude, I have, I don't really, I don't really cry that often. I used to cry so much more. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I've just allowed myself to be way too busy to cry.
0: Yeah. We'll fill our day. You know, I mean, you are busy, you know, and you're leading a full life, but we, we have to then kind of really choose and give ourselves these spaces. And it might be part of the reason why you unconsciously let people into your space in the month that you had, because, you know, we know that it would be good for us, but we also know if I give myself that space, I might cry, you know, and I might cry and I might not stop or, you know, who knows, you know, we have mistaken beliefs about what could happen. So, it's not an accident, you know, that you had an entourage of people (laughs) coming through and, you know, didn't quite get to like as much being time with yourself. And that's okay. Like that's not to feel bad. It's like, oh, you know, wow. You know, I I really have to honor my system here and, and allow and, and have compassion because it's, you know, there's, there's a lot there And, and then honor and really celebrate all the times that you are letting it go, you know, and letting the, opening the faucets to it cuz it's not that you feel sad i don't think it's that you feel sad that you felt sad it's then you feel some mistaken belief about the feeling you just had you know we we feel shame or we feel or we have shame or we have guilt or something you know cuz we're not supposed to feel that so you know letting yourself giving yourself that permission and then celebrating i just had a good cry
1: yeah
0: awesome it's
1: it literally was I had an appointment on, or at, like I would have cried longer and I was so annoyed. I was like, I want to keep crying. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like really awesome. Mm. Honestly felt really important. You know? And I was like, mm. I was getting all the right, like I was getting all these chills. Like I get like lots of feelings of angels whenever I cry. Like I can feel, I can feel my angels and my spirit guides more viscerally physically when I cry than I do any other time in my life. It's very strange.
0: Well, strange, or what do you make of it? Like, why why might that be so, given what you're exploring?
1: I think that's the wrong word. I mean, I think I actually shouldn't say strange. I think it's a an insight. Um, So I'm going to go on a bird walk for a second, but I'm going to come back to your question. So I read this book. Do you know the book "Bringers of the Dawn" about no. the Pleiadians? It's a really cool book. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this woman Barbara Marcianac. Yeah, she part she channeled the Palladians in like 1995 or something. And she wrote a whole book and it's literally like all channeled from the Palladians. And it's one of my favorite books. And she, the the Palladians said that our human, our greatest human potential is inside of our emotions. Like our, our emotions as humans is what makes us human. It's what makes us, um, so unique as a species is that we can feel the way we feel. And honestly, I've been denying a lot of my feelings like lately, just because I'm like, fuck it, I'm so busy. It's like, I'm just going to work. And I think to answer your question, why it's not it's strange, not insightful, it's more insightful than it is strange. It's like mm-hmm. when I cry, Gertrude, I can feel the presence of spirit in a way that I, I can't when I'm neutral. And it's just this deep opening. Because I'm so open, I'm so emotionally open in those tears that I can have deeper access mm-hmm. to like, you know, a, a higher consciousness, really. And and yet I, I still don't allow myself to go there very often because I have to keep it together, you know, based on what I do every day and what I need to do every
0: day. And if I don't keep it together, then
1: then um, I can't lead my staff. My company won't run. Um, I'll be judged. Um, I'll I'll, like fall apart to the point I can't like come back and I've got shit to do. Yeah. I think it's, it's an ironic thing.
0: Yeah. So as you say that, does that feel real? Somewhat. Yeah. So if I have, if I'm in my feelings or I let my guard down and I feel I won't get anything done. And nobody will respect me. and um, Oh, no, I
1: don't really believe that. <laughs> I, well, that's what you said. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a fear that I have.
0: Yes. Absolutely. And I think to make that distinction, right? Like, is that real or is that an imagined fear I have? And is that what's been programmed, you know, in into me, from our culture, whatever, you know. Um, but when you hear it reflected back, does it feel real? What feels no. more real? The experience that when I'm in my emotions, I have I feel the presence of spirit and angels, and I'm open and I'm guided, or I'm in my feelings. I won't get anything done and people will leave me and uh, my business will fall apart. The former yeah. feels more real. And I know this is a little out there, but it's coming... I'm just having this picture of a totally different paradigm of you like, hey, guys, like I'm in my feelings and like I have angels around me. So if you want to be around me, like, you know, (laughs) you might like get a little bit and you can, you know, join me in this spirit time and let's see what happens. Let's see what we create. Let's see where we go. I can get down with that. I think a lot of people would want to get down with that. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, I think, well, the people that don't like, that's the team you attract. Those are the people that, that you have decided that you want around you. So, you know, I'm not saying there aren't people that be like, what are you talking about? Crazy lady. I'm that because in their paradigm, they don't, might not get that. And, you right. know, So I'm not saying that, that <laughs> you won't get some, you know, responses that aren't totally like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, but whose loss is that
1: right no i'm 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 all about that right like that's my that's my message authenticity and like you know revive attracts your tribe and who gives a shit what other people think of you and i think that you know in many ways i say this often we're here to teach what we're we're learning ourselves Mm. and you know i've had a a long history of rejection and abandonment and all of the things that sure. I sort of safeguarded my life to not feel that way. Um, and to teach other people to like trust themselves and feel worthy of themselves. And yet, you know, here I am, you know, struggling with myself. So I think that, but I think that's what makes an authentic teacher
0: is Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're only a teacher if you you like, have it all figured out and you're like done. Like that's a lie anyway, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no such thing as what's done. If anybody <laughs> says that, like, yeah. Um, But you do have expertise and you do have, you know, it's both, right? Like it, you have a lot of value to, you know, a lot of hard work on, you know, and, and mastery of, of your craft and all of that. And, and you're learning and growing and developing, you know, just like everyone else, or anyone who's deciding to do that. I can't say everyone is choosing that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I'm really like. I think also I, I wanted to say this earlier. I, I think I'm feeling the um the end of the year, mm. like twenty oh gosh, the 2020 yes. like drag of COVID, the election, like. Everything that we have wrote, wrote wrote as a wave of multiple waves this year, and um, I think that there's something to to be said about the second lockdown that we're going into, and just how like honestly, like you, you said something to me so funny. Actually, I'm going to bring this up, and then I'll come back. Okay. You said something to me when um, when the pandemic struck in March. Yeah. And I had sent out that letter and I launched a course and you, you made a comment to me, Gertrude. You were like, it's as if you had been planning for a pandemic for months. <laughs> like you just came <laughs> out the gate with like all of this messaging and all of these ideas and solutions and products and uh, ways to help. And, and, and it was like kind of true. It was like, I pulled a yeah. rabbit out of my hat and we, we rode that wave of of the fo- those first three or four months of lockdown simply be like, thrived, but I also burnt out almost. And so all of that aside, or all that being said, I should say those, those few months at their core were traumatic. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was traumatic to be locked in our houses, unknowns, like just so much, so much fear. And then we kind of opened up and kind of got back to life in the summer and the fall, but not really, but at least we could see each other to mm-hmm. some degree. And now we're heading back in and I just have so much pending anxiety mm. about January, February, March, like these cold months in Chicago and, and being isolated. And um, I think so much of what I, I've learned about myself is that I heal in process. Like I heal in conversation and connection and community and friendships. And um, I don't see my friends, you know, I don't see people. And it's, it's like just now in November, dawning on me, like, wow, Jessica, that this is a, a, a shock to your system, an epic loss. You're you've, you've actually been grieving this part of your life and you haven't really let yourself. And so I think there's a lot to that too,
0: of where I am right now. A hundred percent, you know, Jessica, and I think, um, I mean, two things are coming up as you say that one, there was that, like, just kind of out of the blue, like what felt like, you know, like, okay, pandemic, here we are, you know, and we all cope with it in know, like the out of the shock of it, I don't know, the the suddenness, the panic, you know, in any number of ways, right? And uh even though I said like it seems like you planned for this, you know, maybe intuitively there was a way you did, but but none of us could plan it, you know, none of us had planned, like what are we gonna oh, oh on March whatever 20th, you are gonna go into uh, a pandemic shutdown. So, you know, plan ahead. We didn't have that, right? Um, and now we're dealing with, so, you know, we're going into this Thanksgiving weekend and this holiday and you mentioned the end of the year. And I, I think it's critical more than ever this year to really harvest this year to, you know, partly we just kind of want to, I know I see all these things like, oh, you know, done with 2020, like, can't wait, <laughs> yeah. to like, let it go. But it's in us and what you're naming is like, it was traumatic and it's, that's like living in us. And, you know, to the extent that we're willing to revisit it, um, you know, and kind of relive the trauma in some ways, but more, you know, in a healthy way, you know, I don't mean like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like go back, review it, but from both sides, like there've been just beautiful things that have come out of it. You know, everything that you've produced, like in- in many ways, there's these beautiful things, but there are also these really painful, hard times and not taking care of myself and, you know, working myself to the to the ground, but we need to be with all of it. And this, this I, shutdown, we get to plan for, you know, and this one, we actually have a little heads up. We have a little, we actually have a little, um, practice <laughs> on, on how to do this and we can, we can plan a little bit. And, and I also think it's really interesting because it's, it's dark time of the year. It's also like winter, which is hibernation, you know, which is, you know, what are the ways that, and, you know, it's what I kind of, I know we're going to be wrapping up here and shortly, but, uh, you know, it's not just how do I want my holiday season? How do I want my, you know, pandemic sheltering in place, like hibernation, look at my year, you know, there's just so much to be with, but also I, I think, you know, hibernation, you know, you go inside, you know, like that's, you it it is time to like nest and, you know, hibernate and, and be with, you know, everything that's happened, you know, in this past year so that we can start dreaming. It's a dreaming time too, you know, and look at and plan, um, what this year is going to be. And I I think if we go at it more consciously that way, a lot, there's a lot possible.
1: I, I think you're absolutely right. And I'm planning on doing that <laughs> yeah. um i have like some sacred time set aside i'm actually hosting an event myself with and to promote my book but it's really um my my moment of of activation and and declaration of what i want 2021 to feel i'm doing an event um on january 3rd it's going to be called a new year to be oh, and beautiful. it's inspired by my book B and um and, and we'll have I, yes we'll Well,
0: we should talk about that, but okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm just very, very clear that I just have to set aside the time to do it and and get get myself clear. Um, Because I I really do think that 2021 is going to be a different kind of year in a -hmm. a good way. I think we've really learned a lot as a society, as a culture um, of what really matters in life. Like, I think there are some really beautiful gifts that COVID has given us. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I miss people and I miss Mm -hmm. life community and connection and yeah. um, all of the things that I typically, you know, nourish myself with. And it's been, it's been really challenging, but I'm, I
0: feel, I'm feeling, feeling a bit more clear yeah. <laughs> after talking to you. So, well, you said something just you. then, like, I know this is what I have to do. And it's given how we started with the like, well, I, I want you to feel clear, like what your, what your plan is like between now and I'm not, we're not going to like totally plan that out, but. You know, between now and you mentioned the January 3rd, I'm calling that like your coming out party or your, you know, your B and in launch into the year. But between now and then, where are the spaces that are, you know, sanctified as the, you know, untouchable? I don't know, the the just be with me places that you're going to do this. And then you can include Brian. You know, I mean, you can then, you know, decide because I know there'll be planning you want to do as a couple Um and things like that. So, but first starting with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I've got a bunch of um, things coming up this, I've got some space this Thanksgiving weekend, and then it's a sprint for Simply Be. It just is. It always is. Those last few weeks of the year, we have three weeks of, we take two weeks off. You're going to be getting a note as a client. You know that we always close yeah. down during the holidays. Yeah. And so those two weeks that I, you know, I actually, Alicia, my COO thinks it's like, Amazing slash insane in a way that I I give the I di- I give the staff two weeks off on top of their PTO, it's kind of unheard of. And I'm like I don't care, I need it. I I want those two weeks myself. And so mm-hmm. if I'm gonna take them, then the whole staff can benefit from that too. And so I have two weeks. Brian and I are going to Mexico for those six days. Right. It's usually my favorite time of year because um, I clean my apartment, I listen to podcasts, I. Journal. I like, mm. you know, do like New Year's cle- cleansing of my closets. Like, I I like take. I'll, I do a lot of um, a desire map. The Danielle Laporte work is really powerful for me, mm. and so I just feel very much like excited about that time. And that's, you know, I can do things in on a day to day basis, like meditate and, you know, have conversations like this to to really take care of myself. But that to me is always the most like one of the most precious. Sweetest, most nourishing times
0: of my year are those two weeks, and I have right. them to look forward to. So great, then um, I love that. So I feel I feel more secure. Um, and then I think uh, you adding, you know, an aspect that we talked about in there is as much permission, openness um, around your expression and feeling of your emotions as they come up, and you know where it feels comfortable to invite people to join you fine you know either way that and that you get what a gift it is to yourself and others when you do and start rewiring you know some of those mistaken beliefs that came up as you you know were sharing about them and and we want to really nail down that that new reality of of what's real around our emotions and yours because it was really beautiful and i want you to keep remembering that and reinforcing it as you do it how does that sound i will
1: it sounds great
0: because you have space it's always so great
1: it's always so great to talk to you
0: Mm -hmm. well i feel blessed and honored to be with you so Mm -hmm. it's mutual thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to the show if you love this episode Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that you can stay on the journey and continue to hear more about rewriting your mother code.